0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America N.A. Member FDSE.
1: You're listening to the new Mutual Audio Network.
2: Welcome home. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult.
3: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Sonic Society, the world's largest and longest running showcase of modern audio drama. I'm David Alt here at the Controls of the Tortoise as we fly back to the Mutual Building. And I'm Jack Ward, keeping our mounts calm. You'd be surprised our horses haven't gotten used to traveling through time in audio space. Right, Thunder? Oh, good old boy.
4: So many grand westerns of the past, you'd think it would feel like a familiar field of grass.
3: Well, familiar or not, I'm setting the course for a very narrow beam to get us there as quickly as possible. So this week we've got Starfall with the prologue, first and second scenes of Act 1. Starfall follows the adventures of the Caravel Travelling Acting Troupe, a theatre troupe that uses magical items to create illusions for their shows as they move around the Faustinian Empire. The story begins as the troupe is joined by Leona, a young warrior with a mysterious past and even more mysterious powers. With their new guardian in tow, the troop traverses the continent, encountering the dangers of humans, Fae, and greater forces alike, all while still trying to put on a good show. And our three scenes begin right here on the Sonic Society.
5: Where do you think you're going?
6: I was just going out for a run.
5: Ah, yes. Out in the woods in the middle of the night. Now, here I was thinking that you were meant to be at the party on guard duty.
6: I was there earlier. I thought you were meant to be there as well.
5: Well, I did hang around for a little while, yes. Flirted with a few merchants. Put the fear of the Emperor and a few nobles. You know, the usual routine. But I did that because I was invited there, as a guest. People actually enjoy my company, unlike you, who I'm still fairly convinced is meant to be there keeping watch from the shadows on Mr Cross's orders.
6: I am, but I was thinking it was late enough that...
5: <laughs> See, that's the thing about thinking. You don't have to. And I mean, clearly you don't, otherwise you'd remember what a tremendous mistake it was going against orders. And coming all the way out to the edge of the woods to do it. I mean, tell me, honestly, just what were you thinking of doing?
6: I... I needed to leave the party. I was feeling overwhelmed. All the people and all the noise and all of them staring whenever they caught sight of me. It was all too much. I needed to go for a run in the woods to clear my head and feel comfortable again. I'm sorry.
5: Oh, well, of course you did, you poor, pathetic thing. (laughs) You always did melt under the spotlight, didn't you? Honestly, it was just unnecessarily cruel of Mr. Cross to put you in that position in the first place. But... Well, I suppose even management has to pull from the dregs when we're so short-staffed. Oh, well, that's no fun, is it? you just staring back at me, all stony-eyed. When did you stop being so fun to torment?
6: Likely when I learned that not reacting would take the fun out of it for you.
5: <laughs> well, maybe there's some thoughts rattling around in that empty head of yours after all. Ah. <sighs> All right. I suppose I can go back to the party in your place and have attention lavished over me so you can go on your little run. But you'll owe me one.
6: Of course. Thank you.
5: Oh, and Leona, try not to stay out too late. It's not safe out there alone.
6: I know. Thank you. Thank you for always being willing to underestimate me. But I won't be alone out here. Not for long.
7: Starfall. Fantasy Audio Drama Premiering July Twenty Third.
0: Welcome to tonight's production. Tent warnings can be found beneath the list of cast and crew in our notes. As always, stay safe and enjoy the show. Starfall one (coughs) Thank you. <coughs> Audience, I bid you welcome to our humble tale. As you'll find, there is not much to it as of yet. It is only you and I alone in the darkness, the stillness and the silence of our personal theatre. But if you'll allow yourself to be guided by my words, then I may be able to lead you somewhere a bit more engaging for the mind's eye. Imagine now the first wispy lights of morning spilling over the horizon, illuminating a green countryside. To one end of this scene, you can see outlying farms, their fields dotted with sheep, white fleece standing out against the pastures, To another end, there stands the dark outline of a forest, its shadows foreboding and unbroken by the early light. Between those distant points rises a single lonely hill, upon which rises a single lonely tree, under which rests a single lonely figure. The figure is that of a young woman, asleep among the roots. She is dirty and travel-worn, much like the blue cloak she wears that is one of the only features to distinguish her from her earthy surroundings. As the sunrise touches the hill, she wakes from where she is curled and raises her head Mm. to greet the day. This figure waits only long enough for the sun to finish lighting a path down the hill. Then she follows it away, carrying on with her travels, with nothing but the cloak on her back. Follow me now to the markets of Holhen, a city of moderate size in the southern reaches of the state of Eris. The good citizens fly the colours of the empire here, instead of the old banners of their kingdom. The young woman we met on the hill has found her way to this place, not as a destination, but as another point of many along a much longer journey. She is much more dirty and travel-worn here in the eyes of the good citizens of Holhen. She is much more alone here than ever.
1: Hey! Hey, you! Hey! I was talking to you.
6: Why were you doing that?
1: Why? Because I'm with the law around here, and you just stole from that fruit seller. But I... didn't? I saw you eyeing her cart for ages, and then when I looked away, you were gone. So you must have taken something. Hand it over and come with me.
6: I didn't take anything. I'm sorry I looked for so long. I was just hungry.
1: So you already ate what you stole. We don't appreciate strangers stealing from us around here. I'm gonna put you where you can't take anything else. Come here.
0: As she is about to be accosted, imagine the young woman begins to act in her own defense, but not in a way you might expect. Instead of raising a hand to shield herself or swiping away the constable's hand, She angles her arm behind her, palm flat and open, as if preparing to grab something. A look of concentration flashes on her face. And if you look closely, you might be able to see a faint outline of something beginning to appear in her hand. That is, until the constable, who can only see the motion, and not its full potential, strikes her to the ground.
1: Was that some magic you were trying to pull? Got some hidden script on you? Huh, I bet you don't have a license for that either. Yeah, you're going away for a long time.
7: Oh, leave the girl alone. What'd she ever do to you, huh?
1: She stole from the market and tried to do magic.
7: (sighs) You're just trying to stir up trouble and up your arrests.
0: Follow me now into the deep dark woods, the territory of the Fae. It is a land such as many of you have never and will never experience but must have imagined every time you looked beyond the boundaries of your own back window. It is a place where the shadows are deeper than the natural dark. The plant life is more alive, and from every single angle you can feel eyes upon you. It is late at night in the Fey woods, and a storm rages overhead. Thunder breaks above the canopy of the trees, and rainwater pours down to the forest below. The young woman sits there at the base of a gnarled ancient tree, curled up as small as she can make herself. The only shelter she finds is in her rain-soaked cloak. But the fey woods are no place for a human. Still. She does not belong there. Still, she is alone.
6: I didn't steal from them. I didn't take anything. I'm not bad.
0: Am I? Or at least, she thinks she is alone. But there is always someone or something's eyes on you in the fay woods. And if you aren't careful, you may find something or someone's fangs in you all too quickly. Allow me now to lead you away from that dreary wood. And back to the comfort of the humble Erisian burg of Gasbit. It is now not but a few days ago when that drizzled chased the tail of the storm, and a stranger walked the streets, weary from her travels, weary of its citizens, and as always, alone. Her journey had not yet led her to her destination, for she was seeking not a place, but a purpose. She sought something to give her meaning and guidance, and she walked on a path that so happened to take her through this particular village on that particular day. For heroes are not meant to be forged through destiny.
8: For heroes are not meant to be forged through destiny.
0: Hmm? Destiny is a precious idea for folk who That's have the luxury of waiting, idea and, can and,
8: luxury of waiting and can trust that a shield and spear will be thrust out to guard them but we are not such people we take up shields and spears with our own hands and we choose to take action we are a people united by a cause and a duty to no one greater than ourselves. And that is why, though our shields may be shattered and our spears may be broken, though we may not be long for the halls of our fathers, the victory tomorrow will be won, and it will be ours. For each life given will be one of ours to give. It will be a dawn dripping red with the free blood of Eris.
6: This is it. This is the purpose you meant for me to find, isn't it, Sage?
9: And that was none other than the one and only Dalin Archiveach, former performer from no less than the Empire Theater in Falston, with a stirring monologue from Mariette IV. If you enjoyed that, come out tomorrow and see the continentally renowned Caravel traveling acting troupe. We'll be performing the whole play out at Sanson Farms on the edge of town. Come and see our troupe tomorrow. Uh,
6: troupe?
9: That's right. Come see the Caravel Traveling Acting Troupe, performing in Gazbit for two nights only. It'll be a fantastic show, full of wonder and magic from the best actors in the Empire, performing one of the greatest works ever produced in our great state of Eris. You won't want to miss it.
8: I don't see why you're even bothering, Fel. The people around here wouldn't know culture if it walked up to them and slapped their cow in the face.
9: Come on, darling. You're not helping. Caravel Troop! Come see the Caravel Troop perform the Fourth
8: tomorrow! Yes, because I don't know why Raybar has us bothering to perform in this two-bit town when we could use the time to book more shows in Dowden.
9: Because it's not about bothering. It's about putting on a good show, regardless of where we are or who's watching.
8: Let's just pray to our lucky stars that anyone here actually wants to watch.
9: We wouldn't have to pray if you'd help here, too. Come see the Caravelle Troop tomorrow and the day after. Come at sundown for the show of a lifetime. It'll change your life. I know it changed mine. Come see the Caravel Traveling... Uh, hi there. I I don't think I saw you in the crowd earlier. Did you see our show?
8: Maybe we should move on, Fel. I don't like how they're looking at us. Ugh, or how they smell.
9: Don't be rude, Dolan. I'm sorry about him. Honestly, we're much nicer than that.
6: Who is... We.
9: Oh, right. Um, <laughs> I'm Fell Porter, and this is my friend, Darlin. We're from the troop visiting this town.
0: What's your name? For heroes are not meant to be forged through destiny. Fate is something one stumbles into, and the future is spelled out more clearly in the eyes of a stranger than it is in the stars above. So... Won't you follow me into this humble tale now, in which but a few words can change the course of an empire? My name is Leona, and I'd
6: like to join your troupe.
0: Thank you, dear audience, for joining us in Starfall, a fantasy audio drama. Starfall is written and produced by Claudia Elvidge. This episode features the voice talents of. Shawnee Connickar as
6: Leona.
9: Sam B. Wynn as Foe.
8: Cole Burkhart as Dolan Archivayer.
1: Max Newland as Constable.
0: Bernie Breeze as Fender. And myself, Margaret Ashley, as the narrator.
7: Our theme music is composed by Trace Callahan.
0: For more information, visit StarfallPodcast.com or follow us on Twitter at StarfallPod. Tonight's Falston fact is on the subject of Gasbit. Gasbit is a small village in the state of Eris. Very little of note has ever happened here. Once the emperor's cousin passed through the village on their way to Capriborg, Thirty years later, people are still talking about it.
4: All right, Cupid, are we recording? Good. Hey, listener, tis I, Chemistro the Matchmage, coming to you from the depths of the crystal sphere where I have been imprisoned. The aeons are long here, and to stay sane, I have put out the call to wizards across the multiverse. Wizards that want to meet other wizards. I seek, first and foremost, some person who might challenge me in organization. I would
6: just love to sit down and talk about dark magic over a cup of coffee, or a cup of evil, which is a beverage I invented. Mostly
8: made Yes,
4: of I did spend a long stint in the Sultan's dungeons for orchestrating a plot against his life. But that is my want as a vizier.
0: You see, I think the, the teeth are sort of the, the window to the
4: soul. Wizard Seeking Wizard is a dating podcast for wizards by wizards, featuring personal ads sent in by the magical community, where you get to vote on which wizards date each other. Follow us on Twitter at Wiz4Wiz, or find us wherever you pluck your podcasts from the ether. I think that went well. What do you think, Cupid?
0: Welcome to tonight's production. Content warnings can be found beneath the list of cast and crew in our notes. As always, stay safe and enjoy the show. Star Four. Act One, Scene Two.
6: My name is Leona, and I'd like to join your troupe. You
8: want to join our troop? You want to join our
6: troop? I do. If that's acceptable.
8: That's
9: more than acceptable. That's fantastic. That's the best news I've heard all day. Here, let me be the first to officially welcome you to the Caravelle Traveling...
8: Uh, th- Fel, are you sure you're the one who should be approving this? Shouldn't you talk to... Raybar, or Raya, or oh, I don't know, literally anyone else. Oh, come on, darling. It's not like
9: they're gonna turn her away. Not unless she's a murderer on the run or something. And, uh, you're not a murderer, right?
8: Fell? That silence? That's
6: not a good sign. I'm not I'm not a bad person. I'm just trying to find somewhere I can do good work.
9: Of course you are. And trust me, there's no better place to do good than here. With our troop.
6: Really?
8: <sighs> she already wants to join Fell. There's no need to keep embellishing.
9: I'm not embellishing. I'm just telling her what I believe. So, uh... Would you mind staying here and carrying on with the advertising while I get Leona set up at camp?
8: Oh, sure. I'll definitely just be raking in the audience out here, monologuing to no one who cares.
9: Darling, I know you're being sarcastic, but I still want you to know I appreciate you and all your hard work. Now follow me, Leona, and come see your new home!
8: Look to me now, my countrymen. I see in your eyes a hope I cannot allow myself. You wait. That man.
6: What was he doing back there? Why was he making that speech again?
9: Oh, that's just a bit we do. It helps get people to come support us, and uh, in lucky cases like this, it inspires people to come join the troop.
6: So, you are looking for people like me? You don't mind hiring an outsider?
9: (laughs) We're pretty much all outsiders in the troop. How else do you think we wind up in this line of work?
6: I wouldn't really know.
9: So, what kinds of work are you looking for, exactly?
6: Kinds of work? Are there many kinds within your ranks?
9: Oh, right. I guess you might not know too much about how troops work yet. We're not all up on stage all the time. Uh, let me put it another way. What are you good at?
6: I'm strong. I can fight.
9: Oh, really? That might be good luck for everyone, then. Security's been a little shorthanded ever since Pylon and Evik left to get married and settle down and let so maybe Hasi will appreciate the help. I should warn you, though... Hossie can normally be a little, uh, contentious. B- but but uh, on- honestly, aside from that, I think you're going to fit in great with us.
6: Do you really think so?
9: Trust me, Leona. The troop is gonna love you. Welcome, Leona, to the Caravel Traveling Act- Out of the way! Molten glass coming through! Uh, Oh, sorry, Jersa. Anyway, to the caravel, traveling... Hey, move your feet! You're standing on the hem of the General's coat. What? Uh, Oh, sorry, Vallette. Leona, um, just take a couple steps this way, will ya? And then... Welcome to the... What is
10: death? But the next stage in our paradigm. We speak of death as though it is an end. A state of completion. But should there be any further state of
9: being? It's kind of noisy around Could here today. Why don't we do this somewhere a little more out of everyone's way, huh? I think the world
6: that the might be for, for the best.
10: Or even as no more than a memory in the minds of those who knew us. And then sure.
9: So, welcome, Leona. This is where the troop is camped for now. We're not always this busy, but things can get a little more hectic when we're preparing for a performance where we don't even have a proper stage to work with.
6: I think I understand that. Not every battle can be fought under perfect conditions. So, what is it I need to do now that I'm here?
9: Uh, to be honest, I'm not entirely sure. Normally, new recruits come directly to the person they want to apprentice under after organizing things in advance, so this is kind of an unusual situation. Plus, Haas usually just does his own thing during the day. Uh, Do you mind waiting here while I go find him?
6: Of course. Whatever you need.
9: Great. I'll be back as quick as I can.
6: Sage, is this what you wanted me to do? Is this what I was meant to find? This is all very different from what I was expecting. Why couldn't you have just told me what to look for?
2: Blasted apprentice! Apprentice! Where's she gone off to now? If I have to... Hey, hey, you! What do you think you're doing?
6: I wasn't... I'm not... I wasn't doing anything wrong.
2: Oh, of course. Nothing wrong with this portrait. Honestly, you apprentices are all the same. Thinking it's okay to just laze about whenever there's not a show on. There's work to be done, you know. You... Do you have work for me? I can help if you need. What I need is for that apprentice of mine to tell me what they were thinking with the runes on this glove. I mean, a half flame twined with light and leaves. What was she thinking this script would accomplish? Grow fire lilies from the stage? Maybe she did? Oh, Think you're so smart. Why don't you try it, then?
6: What do I...
2: Go on. Put it on. Now what? But Saints girl, have you never used a script before? Just hold your hand out in channel power through the runes.
6: O- okay. O- okay, okay. I can do that. <clears throat> <clears throat>
2: hmm. Green flames? No idea if they were actually trying for that or not. But at least now I know what it does. The glove just made green fire. Stop looking so starstruck. The flames weren't even real. They weren't? Of course not. You think I'd let real fire-emitting scripts onto a stage near my costumes? Now hand it back over. All right. Go and make yourself useful to someone else.
6: Um, yes. Yes, sir. Go and be useful. I can be useful. Although Fel said to stay and wait. So, what should I do? I can't go and stay, stay at the same time unless
10: the of the show.
6: it would be useful so I to try fell to, keep it to stay.
10: But if I make it too I simple, think. am I just going to seem like a self-parody? Oh, hey, uh, excuse me. Are you busy?
6: I don't think so.
10: Oh, great. And a great vagabond costume, by the way. Who'd you get to do your hair like that?
6: No one.
10: Cool. Self-styled, then. That's really handy. Anyway, mind if I run a monologue by you and get some notes? I'm trying to figure out if it has the right balance of attempted self-assurance fueled by inner turmoil and adherence to the literal text.
6: What is it you want?
10: Just listen to my speech and tell me what you think, if you don't mind.
6: Oh, I can do that.
10: Excellent. OK. Here it goes. What is death but the next stage in our paradigm? We speak of death as though it is an end, a state of completion. But should there be any further state of being, whether it be in the warm embrace of the mother of depths, or as a spirit to wander the world in the guidance of our kin, or even as no more than a memory in the minds of those who knew us, then surely death is not the end but merely another step on the road to perfection. And if this is true, uh, then surely there must be better ways to die, after all. So, what did you think?
6: That... was that just the same speech you made earlier? What? I heard you make the same speech earlier. Why did you just repeat it?
10: Grandfather's boots, you're right. If I go on stage with all the nuances I usually bring to this character, it'll just go over their heads. People around here will just see him as an inaccessible, overstuffed politician. So I should drive him further into that direction to make the comedy clear, so they'll have to recognize the helpless floundering of his attempted reassurances. I'll go work on that. Thanks for the notes.
6: Wait, what should I do now?
10: Uh, maybe practice projecting. Your monologue sounded a little quiet.
6: What does that even mean? Do I have to be louder about helping with projects?
7: Excuse me. Goodness! Do you need any help with projects? Only if you think of making dinner as a project. In which case, always... Also, who are you? Are you meant to be here?
6: Uh, Oh, sorry. I'm Leona, and I'm... Fel brought me here to
7: find work? Ah, that certainly makes sense. Well, I'm Cynthia, and I'm the head cook around here. I could always use more hands if they're not already occupied, so you'll find plenty of work with me. Here, come this way. Are you cooking dinner right now? Feels like I'm always cooking dinner. Have to start early for a crowd. So, will there be food for everyone in the troupe? There certainly will. Now, you should know, I don't cook for the whole troupe every night. I also do a lot of work just to maintain our stores, bargain for supplies, and make sure people can feed themselves. But on days when we're close to a performance, well... Someone has to do it, or I swear, some of these creative types would starve themselves for forgetting to take a break. All right, Miss Leona, can you help me peel all these potatoes here? I think I can do that. How do I do that? Oh, dear, it's not too complicated. Do you have any experience preparing food? I had a little training in skinning mountain beasts for their
6: pelts when I would be taken to hunt them for practice, Uh, Apparently, though, I had to stop because I would always cut too deep into the meat.
7: Well, it's not too different from that. Just take this little knife here and run it around the potato. Just deep enough to cut off the skin without losing too much of the potato. Like this. See? Think you can do that for this basket here? I can, Cynthia. I'll do my best. Thank you, dear. Just come grab me when you're done, and I'll find something else for you to do.
6: Stop that.
7: Here now, what do you think you're doing?
6: I... I'm sorry. I, I was just going to eat the peels, not the potatoes. I thought you wouldn't need them. I don't, but you don't either. I know. I'm sorry. I didn't mean any harm. I was just...
7: hungry. Well, of course you are. Look at you, all elbows and angles beneath that cloak. When was the last time you had a decent meal? Um... Poor girl. I should have asked before putting you to work. You just wait here, dear. I'll fetch you something from the stores to hold you over till dinner.
6: I get to eat too?
9: Leona! There you are! I thought you'd run off for a second.
6: Hello, fell. I thought you were looking for someone else.
9: Well, I found them, so now you can come meet them. What are you doing over here, anyway?
6: I'm not entirely sure, but there's going to be food, so...
9: Yeah, you should probably put that back where you found it. Senthie doesn't like other people messing with her stores. Anyway, come on. Raybar's excited to meet you.
6: I'll be back for you. Fel, who is this Raybar you mentioned?
9: Oh, she's the best. Adrienne Raybar. She's the general manager of the troupe. Makes sure we have supplies, tracks our finances, keeps up contracts, and makes contracts with theaters. Uh, Basically, she does all the detail work to make sure we can keep doing what we do.
6: And she's the one in charge of everyone here?
9: I mean, I guess. But don't worry about it too much. She's pretty easygoing and eager to bring on new hands, too.
6: I will impress her appropriately, then. It was
7: something I saw in the sheets and Tika. Apparently there's some noble who's commissioned a whole menagerie of script constructs. And all used them for is showing off at parties. Isn't that such a waste?
11: What are you getting at here, Vare?
7: Okay, just hear me out. If we could put together enough lets to buy just a few authentic phoenix feathers, and then maybe Koa and I could- I'm back, Raybar!
11: Stars, thank you. Fel, hello. Vare, would you mind if we continue this conversation later? I have some business to finish with Fel.
7: Sure thing, boss. I'll, I'll bring back some diagrams later.
9: <laughs> Did Vare need funds for another new project?
11: What I'm afraid may really set the stage ablaze this time. Anyway, is this the new recruit you mentioned? Yes. This is Leona. She approached
9: me during one of Dalin's monologues in the town square and told me she was looking for work. So, I think she must be very passionate about the prospect of working with the troop.
11: Isn't that right, Leona?
6: Yes, General Raybar.
11: General? fell. what have you been telling her about me? Uh, uh...
9: She means general manager, I think. Probably just a little tongue-tied. She may look a little rougher on the edges,
11: but trust
9: me, she'll be a great fit for the troop.
0: Aha.
11: Uh-huh. And Leona, what was it you were interested in doing with us? Fighting for you, General
6: Manager Raybar.
9: Uh security, she means. She's good at fighting, a- a- and strong. So I suggested she join security. If you and Hossie approve, that is. Which I think you will, because... How? Yes?
11: I know you want to help her out, but why don't you let her speak for herself? Uh, Right. Sorry. Go on, Leona. Tell her what you're here
9: for.
6: General Manager Raybar, my name is Leona. I was inspired by the speech one of your acting soldiers gave in the town square. For months now, I've been searching for a way to serve a greater purpose, and I think with you, I've found it. I hope you'll accept me as one of your troops.
11: Fel, I know I asked you not to speak for her,
6: but...
9: I...
11: Um... uh, Um... Um... Leona, was that wrong, Fell? What is it you told her that we do here? Just the, um, j- just just the regular, that that we,
9: um, oh stars, I I'm not sure I really explained it. I, I just kept talking about the troop, and and, and well, I-, I
11: assumed it's fine. I'll take it from here, Fell. <clears throat> Leona, you know what a troop is, right? A group of soldiers? Yes, ma'am. But did you know that there's another word, troop, that sounds the same when pronounced but refers to a group of actors, performers, and other creatives instead?
6: I wasn't. I, I didn't.
11: Oh, no. Leona, I'm afraid I have some news for you about which kind of troop this is.
6: I... I don't understand. The people here. And in the square, they kept making speeches about death and a coming battle.
11: Those were our actors, practicing for our upcoming performance about the life of Mariette IV, a historical warrior queen.
6: And someone had me try on a glove that seemed like some kind of
11: fire weapon. Illusory fire for the performance. Or a... At least I hope it was illusory. Otherwise, I'm going to have to have another conversation with Vare about stage safety.
6: But I... They...
9: Leona, I'm really sorry. I should have explained it better. We're... We're actors here. Stage performers. And the people supporting them. Not actual soldiers.
6: Do I... Do I have to leave? I know I'm not a performer, but I promise if you let me stay, I'll work my hardest in service of you. I'll fight for you any time you need. I'll lay down my life if I
11: have to. I appreciate your enthusiasm, but really dying shouldn't be necessary, even for security. And I'd gladly hire you if it were up to me alone, but if you're working for security, you'll need Halsey's approval, and... He can be. Alright.
12: What's all this about a new hire?
9: Uh, okay. Now
6: you
11: really want to be on your best behavior.
6: But. was I
11: not? Hossie, good of you to join us. Phil was just introducing me to Leona here. She's interested in joining the security team. Psst. Leona, introduce yourself. Um.
6: Hello. My name is Leona. I'd like to join your troop. And I definitely know what kind of troop this is.
9: Uh.
12: This... This is a joke, right? Porter, did you really interrupt my nap to pull some kind of prank on
9: me? see, no. Honestly, look, I... I I know. She's not the most polished-looking recruit, but, you know, isn't that what an apprenticeship is for?
12: Polished? I don't care if she's polished. She could be as prim as the Emperor's cousin, and it wouldn't make the difference so long as she could lift a sword. But this isn't security material you've brought me. This is some walking scarecrow. All straw and bones.
6: But I can lift a sword.
11: Maybe you could give her a trial in your team. You don't know what you could be missing by dismissing her out of hand? Yeah, Hasey, Give her a chance.
9: She really wants to join the troop. You want to risk everyone's safety on trials
11: and chances? Not me. Not my crew. I won't force you to take anyone on. But I'd like to point out that your crew is yourself and one other rapidly aging individual who can barely lift a sword herself. You need a new apprentice at some point.
12: Well, then bring me one that won't be knocked over by a stiff wind. In the meantime... Quit wasting my time.
9: Wait, Hossie!
12: Porter, I said... Oh. You.
9: Uh, Leona?
6: I can fight. Just let me prove it to you.
12: (sighs) Well, at least your grip's stronger than I thought. You know what? I'll give you a shot. Fight me now to show me you can.
6: Will you let me join if I win? (laughs)
12: If you make half a decent showing, I'll take you on as an apprentice. If you win, Scarecrow, I'll make you the new head of security.
11: Deal. (sighs) What if I told you people about making outlandish wages on a whim? Has theater taught us nothing about irony and tempting fate? Leona, wait. Raybar, you can't let this happen. Troop members aren't allowed to fight each other. Well, technically, she's not in the troop. But, but she could get hurt. What do you think security risks every day, Fel?
0: But-but
11: she-Leona, you don't have to- Thank you for your help,
6: Fel. But this is the one thing I know I can do. But-but-but- but, but... <laughs> So,
8: what's going on here? Darling, Hossie's trying to fight Leona.
9: Leona's trying to fight Hossie- you're supposed to be advertising in the town square!
8: Yeah, well, apparently I was right to be worried about you bringing some road home to the troupe. Raybar, do you need me to grab someone to stop this?
11: It's fine. I'll step in if it goes too far. No!
8: All right, then. Hey, everyone! Hoss is about to fight the new girl! Who wants to start placing bets? Don. You are not being helpful! Never said I was trying to be.
10: Hey, I recognize her. Uh, that's the new actor, right? She
2: gives grade notes. No, she's she's someone's lazy apprentice. What's she
7: doing? Giving notes and fighting Hossie? Her name's Leona, and Hossie better not be bullying her. She's already half-starved. Two us says so she can beat him. When's the last time Hossie did anything other than nap and patrol? I'm not taking that
8: action. That girl is feral. Who knows what else she'll do?
6: Leona! <laughs> What have you been doing? I can do this. I can do this.
12: You ready, Scarecrow? I won't go easy on you once we start.
7: You leave her alone, Hossie.
9: Shut up.
12: She agreed to this.
9: You have a sword? At least give her a weapon, a a prop, anything.
12: Fine. Scarecrow, you need something to fight with.
6: I don't. Thank you.
12: She says she doesn't. You all heard her. So stop treating me like the heel in your show and let's get on with (laughs) it.
8: She's fast.
1: Faster than Hossie, though?
8: (laughs) (laughs) Apparently not.
12: That enough for you yet, Scarecrow?
7: (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Ooh, she fights dirty. Literally. Go,
1: new girl!
12: <clears throat> All right, enough of this.
10: Ah! Oh, that
12: had to hurt. Electric scripted blade. Always good for crowd control. But also works on a scarecrow who's left her post.
7: You hurt that girl again, and I won't feed you for another month, Hossy.
12: She can stop if she wants. You callin' it quits? You know it's not any easier than this in my line of work.
7: I've lived
6: through worse.
12: <sighs> sure. Keep telling yourself that. Don't worry, Raybar. I'll be quick about this.
8: Your girl's not looking too good, Fel. You sure security's the right line of work for her? I mean, I... I,
9: I don't know, but... I know she wanted this.
6: Come on, Leona! Fight back! Fight? I can still fight.
8: What is she doing? Just waiting there?
2: Is she... trying to do... magic?
12: Nice try, Scarecrow. Now stay down.
7: Leona! Oh, man. hate it when the heel wins.
8: <sighs> Show's over, I guess. Back to work, everyone.
11: You didn't have to draw your sword, you know? Most people couldn't defend against a scripted blade barehanded.
12: Her punch annoyed me.
11: Well then, did she impress you enough to get on your crew?
12: I said annoyed, not impressed. Better luck next
11: time. <sighs> that man. Fiona.
9: Fiona? Are you okay?
11: C- can can you-can you get up? That was a heavy hit, fell. She might be down for a while. Mm. Oh. Well then. How are you feeling?
9: Are you okay?
6: I can stand. Oh, stars.
9: I'm so sorry. I, I shouldn't have put you up to this if you weren't ready. I, I should have
6: warned you about Hasi's sword. I should have, should have... did I make it? Am I part of security?
11: I'm afraid not.
6: I see. I'm sorry for failing your expectations. I will... I will take my leave of you. Wait! Leona! You said you wanted to join the troop. I did. I do. You seem... very nice. And if I could stay longer and help with your work, I would like to. But I've already failed at the one thing I thought I could do. What other purpose could I serve?
9: That doesn't... I, I, I don't... Uh, you... you...
11: You could always learn to do what Fel does. She's right! You could be a stagehand! A stagehand? What would
6: that entail?
11: Well, generally speaking, it means you would be helping us out, both in and out of performances. Loading carts, taking care of horses, running props, shopping for supplies. And and advertising our shows! But what
6: if I don't know how to do those things?
9: Well, I didn't know when I started out, but I learned. Trust me, Leona. If you want to learn about the troupe and help everyone out, it's a great job to have.
6: You would... really allow me to do that?
11: Of course. Everyone in the troupe has to start somewhere.
6: And... then I could stay with you? Yes! For as
11: long as you want!
6: Okay. Thank you. I'll do my best to serve as your stagehand.
11: I'll leave her in your capable hands, Fel. Get her whatever she needs to get started, and then make sure both of you are rested up for tomorrow.
9: Sure thing, Raybar. Come on, Leona. Let's see if the customers have anything you can change into.
6: Costumers? Is there something wrong with my clothes?
9: N- no, no, they're fine. Just thought you might want the chance to clean up. A- and after that, we can go see Mint. She's our acting medic.
6: Do I need to see a medic? Uh,
9: no. Maybe you don't need to, but I just thought you might want to get checked up. A- and then, just if you wanted to, we could maybe stop by the cooking wagons and... Uh... Yes,
6: please. I-, I
0: would like food, please. For this evening's performance, please join me in traveling back to the age of Mariette the Fourth as Glenn Florin performs his rendition of The Counselor's Speech on the Perfection of Death. The speech.
10: Now with notes from our newest addition to the troupe. Leona... Um, Leona... Well, let's just go with Leona. Anyway. What is death but the next stage in our paradigm?
8: Let's hope her critiques are better than her manners. Don't be a
9: jerk, Dallin. I think she's just happy to eat.
8: (sighs) Well, I'd be happy not to get food shrapnel on my shirt. Dallin, are you going to
6: finish your dinner? (sighs) Ugh. Here. Thank you.
8: (laughs) Val, this girl better be worth all the trouble today. If not, you'll be apologizing to my shirt and Cynthia's pantry.
9: You know... I've got a good feeling about this. I feel like Leona is going to be with us for a long time. That's not about right, Leona.
6: Can I have more soup if I do?
9: <laughs> I think we can manage that.
6: Then, yes. I think I'd like to stay here. More soup, please. Hey, quiet. Shh.
10: Hey, were you even listening? I need to start over again now. Hey, narrator, uh... Can you intro me again? I swear I'll get it right this time.
0: Thank you, dear audience, for joining us in Starfall, a fantasy audio drama. Starfall is written and produced by Claudia Elvidge. This episode featured the voice talents of...
6: Shawnee Konakar as Leona.
9: Sam B. Wynn.
11: As foe.
8: Cole Burkhart as Dalin Archevayer.
11: Emma Laslett as Ray Brandon Newian as Hasi.
7: Sawyer Green as Vare. Elisa Park as Dirsa.
10: DJ Silvis as Glenn.
7: Ali Amador as Cynthia. Sean
2: Sigler as
7: McAllister. Cam Clark as Valette.
0: And myself, Margaret Ashley as the narrator.
2: Our theme
8: music is composed by Trace Callahan.
0: For more information, visit StarfallPodcast.com or follow us on Twitter at StarfallPod. Tonight's Falston Fact is on the subject of Eris. Eris is a state in southern Falston. Once known as the Kingdom of War, they are now the most ardent supporters of of Falstenian rule and backers of its military might, the cowards.
11: Magic comes from the same place inside each of us. It's only the form it takes that is different. Feel it all throughout your body. Think about it pulsing through you like blood. Focus on your heartbeat. Can you feel it?
6: Jenna, are you okay? Everyone has been staring the whole time.
4: Well, yeah.
6: Didn't they tell you? that I'm the most powerful lightning mage this place has seen in years. Yeah, Professor Sumner maybe mentioned it.
7: Bryn Tesek, Photomancer Class 6, Umbermancer Class 5. I'm here to challenge you to a duel. Bryn, she's brand new here and she doesn't know the rules and she doesn't know any magic. Exactly. That's why everybody's going to see that she's not special just because some machine said she was doesn't mean she's somebody.
3: So
11: you're saying she's had practice?
7: I'm saying she's had training. I don't think we're looking at the late bloomer here at all.
6: For kids, Ellie. I just got here. A week ago, I was a normal girl, and three days ago I didn't think I'd ever have to worry about magic. All I want to do is fade into the background and get this over with.
10: Electromancy, a new fantasy adventure podcast. Check us out www.electromancypod.com
7: You're talking about me like I'm some kind of revolutionary.
5: That would be a dangerous thing to say, and an even more dangerous thing to be.
3: And that's this week's show. Please check for show notes and links for today's feature at sonicsociety.org. We're hovering just over the Cowlet herd, and I'll set her down just south in that far pasture. Join us next week as we continue this side quest to get the herd home. There's another hint I have so dearly, dearly missed, in the scripts at least. Until next week, I'm David Altz, And I'm Jack Ward. Have a lovely day, everyone.